top shelf fantasy. Hey people, how's it going there? Top shelf fantasy at you again. Week 14 coming at you, but we'll talk about week 13 reactions, injuries, some bad, some good ones, some news around the league, fun quarterback carousel on shit teams. Exactly like we thought the, the fantasy season w- would be like. December 6, 2023. Touchdown Twitter slash X, Instagram, Facebook at Topshelf FNTSY. I'm here with Corey Dows in the building. How you how you doing? How you been? Oh, you know. Hanging in there, everybody. Crazy week. I mean, a lot of injuries again. We got some people coming back, which is nice, which we'll get to in a little bit, but just seems like we're losing just studs every single week and if, even if we're not losing them it's like just tossing uncertainty into the lineups as we hurdle towards fantasy playoffs and i think realistically every league should be starting playoffs next week i have one league that goes an additional week which is just weird but we only do four teams make playoffs so yeah um, we do two into one ten yeah. person league ten team or, yeah exactly yep. really the only way to do it but um yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been an interesting season. I think we say it every year right around this point. Just like, oh, man, the injuries are really piling up. It's a record season. And I never really go back and look at the season to see how many injuries there have been. Maybe I'll do that someday, like total injuries. But um, it just feels like this time of year they pile up every single season. And, and no matter what your fantasy team is, you've probably been hit hard. If you haven't, you're probably in the playoffs. Yeah, you're probably, what, 13-0? Yeah, I have one healthy team. It's that 10-teamer, and I just lost Kirk last week. Luckily, it's a 10-teamer, so I'm deep enough that it won't kill me. I'll just start right, playing yeah. Sutton again. But, um, yeah, it's 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 tricky. It's tricky to stay healthy. Yeah, I always find it pretty funny, too, when you know people are like, oh, you know, I've been screwed all year. It's only been me. It's, you know, no one else. I've lost <laughs> two guys. Like, end of the day, 9 out of 10 teams or 11 out of 12 teams have been hit with with probably major injuries. Um, if it's the season, if it's, you know, losing a guy like Kyron for six weeks or Eckler for four, like it, it just piles up and it's, it's not just you, it's everyone. So if you're in last place, stop with the excuses. You drafted <laughs> bad. You did the waiver bad. You cried too hard about it. So exactly. that's on you guys. Yeah, It's like, it, it can't just be, there have been years where it's like, yeah, you know, you had five studs go down. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Okay, it, it's you this year. Next year, it won't be you again. It's it, it's not gonna always be you. So even if even if it were on the off chance true, it's not true in the grand scheme of the fantasy football world. You know, it, it's you're in these leagues with your buddies. You're gonna do them for 10, 15, 20 years. I think we both have leagues you've been in for. You know, you're in Twan for twenty plus. I've got a few leagues that I've been in, you know, probably close to that at 10, 15. Yep. So it's, you know, you have a shit year, you have a shit year, move on, you know, cry about it, do your punishment and don't be the one that's like, Oh, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Just do your punishment. That's what last place yeah, is speaking for. Speaking of that, you need to do that for our flex league. I came in last again. <laughs> they started <laughs> uh, Justin Watson with a zero. Yeah, dude. Flex league is tricky. I think I'm down in the basement. It's going to come down to this week. Um, if, if I can get off the, I think I'm thinking I'm tied with like three other teams, and you might be one of them. Yeah, it, it's 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 pretty close. Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of injuries, and what 
one of your leagues, you guys do the first quarter injury clause. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's Red Dog Redraft. Um, we do if you have an injury in the first quarter and you can immediately like see it or prove it or like we're all aware of it, and then you have a player already on your bench that you can sub in who has not yet played. That hasn't played. Okay. So the yeah. Christian Kirk. Unless you had Zay Jones. Yeah. Oh, no, because Zay, Zay Jones was playing at the time. Zay so. Jones was playing. Even, yeah. yeah, you would have had to, like, I'm not sure how we would have done it if it was Christian Kirk and nobody else. You probably wouldn't have been able to do anything. I think you're just going to. Monday sh- night, right? Yeah. Yeah, you should have If it was luck. Sunday night, you would have needed a Monday nighter. Realistically, it works if it's, like, Ramondre Stevenson goes down. At one o'clock, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that he was the first quarter, but I think so. Um, let's assume that Marcus he was. Brown, so yeah, like, yeah. That's Well, Marquise it, Brown was third quarter. He wouldn't qualify. Oh, so he sucked the whole game? This, and then so, he got hurt. Wow, okay. so he was bad and then um he, he he came in with that ankle or the heel injury mm-hmm. he was bad and kind of useless and then i think they went on that huge delay and whatever pain meds he was taking must have just worn off and they're like we're not shooting you up again so he was like, plus they're up delays. huge so they're like why bother you know right. yeah, so out, get get another week and then lead into the bye with some extra time but yeah but like Ramondre stevenson if you had you know any other running back at all on your bench you can just sub them out sub them in uh, Tom's the commissioner in that league, so he would have just manually made the change. You just pretty much need to send Tom or per- preferably the entire league chat. A, a message to say, hey, I'm subbing this guy out, this guy in, uh, so we know. That way there's no funny business because I know Tom had um, somebody go down. I can't remember. It might have been Mark Andrews. Um, he goes down. He's like, oh, I'm going to pull him out, but maybe not, but maybe I am. I was like, you got to let us know now. You yeah, can't wait with the end, <laughs> you know, to see if he comes back in. You know, like, yeah, you got to make your call pretty quickly. So um, it's interesting. It's definitely a good rule. I think Carbs brought it up for our Dynasty League. I think it would play pretty well in Dynasty. We also have really deep benches, so it, it kind of works perfectly. That being said, I don't know how I feel about it in a Dynasty League. I like it for redraft because it is a little bit more, um, I don't Blue. know, like, Chancy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like uh, you could be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll go pick up a guy that's like right. forward of a bench guy, sub him in for that first quarter guy. In Dynasty, where is are locked? Yeah, more than likely. So it's not like you can be like, oh, I'll pick up this guy right now. It's like, yeah, you know, you're, you're gonna yeah, share a lot, but I it's I, tricky, but it's a cool idea. It's definitely been something different. We I think it's the first year we've done it, maybe the second year. Um, I think it came up actually for COVID originally, and it was like our COVID rule. Hey, if a guy gets ruled out like morning of or mm-hmm. and you don't notice, like we'll give you a little bit of a breather to get somebody in because COVID was so Which tricky. happened all the time. And then we said, you know what? Why don't we do this for those shitty injuries that ruin your week? When Jerry Judy comes in with an ankle injury and then blows it up on the first drive and then net doesn't play again and it gets ruled out, you're like, yeah. okay. You know. or, or the 85 games that Amari Cooper's done that. <laughs> like, exactly. So, yeah, I think that that's a good kind of people complain about, you know, injuries been screwing me this is another way to kind of more make it you know more fair and stuff so i i, I do want to bring that up in tuan uh, yeah. i'll probably get made fun of him be called a pussy but yeah definitely tom's part of tuan so i think he's got the back there all right um enough talking about injuries and stuff like that oh actually <laughs> yeah we're, 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 some injury. we're breaking into it Ramondre stevenson we just, just just talked about high ankle sprain injury um he's out for thursday night football i know it's said he's out multiple weeks. Yeah, I think it's going to be rest of the season. Why Why bother rushing him back with how the Patriots are looking right now? Mm-hmm. Um, high ankle is always four to six. Let's call it six and call it a season. We're not making playoffs. So uh, I would be surprised to see him again. Um, as such, Zeke was a huge pickup on waivers this week. 
as bad as the Patriots are, they've been running the ball. Not not so bad. Um, probably won't be that great this week. Steelers are a tough defense, but anything can happen. And, you know, usually I usually I say somebody has to score, somebody has to move the ball. Patriots kind but of proved me don't. wrong on that. <laughs> 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 Haven't really scored at all in two weeks. Uh, you know, from six for the most points and is it six points in three weeks? Yeah, that's nine disgusting. points, something like that. It's bad. Um, so yeah, gross. then also in that game, Najee Harris is listed as questionable with a knee injury. Um, I'm not sure this could be like a maintenance thing, whatever I'd say monitor that I'd expect him to be on the field. He didn't like leave the game last week. So yeah. it's a um, short week. So he does, he does, yeah. does, he doesn't need to practice. He's slow anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. so like he's, you know, build a speed, but I mean, he, he's been, I mean, I think the last two weeks he's not killed it, but, um, for what he's done all year, uh, 8.7 last week. Yeah, but he's getting used, which is the important part, you know. Yeah, 16, can, 15 carries a week now. Yeah, if you can, if you can, hmm, one more try, if you consistently carry that many touches, good things will happen. And this week yeah. against the Patriots, who can't tackle for shit, good things might happen. All right, in other news, uh, DTR, quarterback, Cleveland, still in concussion protocol. Uh, Flacco was Flacco last week. Um he threw the play, ball like forty something times. Didn't like, play awful, but like cool. just what what I've seen Flacco do for ten plus years. Uh, Amari yeah. Cooper left the game early. Uh, he's he's concussion protocol, right? Yeah, still in protocol. Um, I don't think he practiced today. And Elijah Moore actually took a nice step forward with uh with Cooper going down, which is good to see. I don't know how that plays this week. You know, with teams maybe actually game planning for Elijah Moore, but um. I guess if Cooper sits, he's your best bet in, in Cleveland to catch a pass. Maybe maybe in Joku, but at the wide receiver position, at least. Yep. Jonathan Taylor timeline moves from two to three weeks up to four to five weeks, which is... That stinks. Brutal. Um, yeah, you thought you maybe... You can drop him now. I mean, I know you're not going to, just in case. Oh, maybe it's three weeks still. Yeah. It's... it's you hope it's for that tough. miraculous There's, recovery, yeah. but then, like, what are you, are you going to play him fresh off nothing? You know, three, four sat weeks Ch- in your championship, championship weekend. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I might. So I'm, I'm actually in this exact situation. It's a dynasty yeah. league, so I'm not dropping him. But um, I'm playing Devin Singletary. So Singletary and Eckler. Eckler sucked. So if he really does come he back sucked. for the championship week, I'll, I'll start him uh, if I make it that far. Then again, yeah. it. it, it, it. <laughs> It also depends where the Colts are there. Then yes. they're around the wild card or a wild card spot. Um, yep, you could see him come back, but he got paid. They're they're going to save the investment. Yeah, and I mean the Zach Moss owners are probably disappointed because he did not have a fantastic game last week in yeah. what was supposed to be a plus matchup. Uh, he's going to need to bounce back, or you yeah. will see JT rushed back if they're in a in a wild card or playoff position. Yeah. It, as a Moss owner in some leagues, bad week this week, but I'm happy because I mean, there's no one behind him. Like he got the bulk yeah. of the carries. Well, so like dude, Trey Sermon, Trey Sermon. Yeah, that's right. One target, zero catches. <laughs> I didn't even know he was there. All right, um, Darren Waller, despite uh, progress, not expected to play in week 14. Yeah, still bothered by that hammy. Seems like it's going to be a little bit longer, maybe a lot longer. Giants suck, so why bother coming back? Agreed. Tyler Higby hasn't practiced this week due to a neck injury. I don't even know when he left the game. Was it? Later I think they the said third quarter, and I was like, I must have missed that because I was hammering him for saying he sucks. But apparently, he wasn't he even played sixty-seven percent, so probably third quarter. Yeah, 
math adds up. But yeah, um, if he doesn't go, I don't even know who's behind him. So yeah, not like the tight end. Like he had a good week two weeks ago, but the tight end there really doesn't do much other than you know block. So yeah, um, I mean we'll, we'll get to the the other yeah exactly. um Rams guys too, but. Christian Kirk, we saw Monday night left. It was the first play, right? The the yeah first, first play, play was a throw first catch, and um, uh, court m- muscle injury requires requires surgery. Not done for the season yet, but it's still on the table. We we were texting with our uh, book burner group on Monday night, and uh, our buddy Jeff had him um like it was like forty alternate yards is oh, forty yeah. yards. Yeah, and he had that same pick on like three or four parlays, and he showed us one that he hit everything but that. But like DK sometimes takes that out. I don't think they. Did. I know. I'm shocked they didn't void that leg. Like that, you've seen it a lot of times. Ejon like, Robinson played. Yeah, you know he got a snap. He got a target, and he got a snap again. like late in the game, like one yeah, snap. He, but... he was on the sideline with his helmet <laughs> yeah. on. Right, Sick. like this guy Kirk was actually literally hurt. Played, took ten steps. <laughs> and then he got hurt. Like I bet you it really it probably comes down to money, right? A bunch of people hammered the under on on it, and they're like, "We got to pay that out. Like we can't we can't void the overs and pay out the unders. We'd have to void them all, right? Something yeah, like that. I don't know. True, but it's a tough one. Um, I did see they they said testicular torsion was uh, a, a a potential for what was in play for a core muscle injury. Um, if that's the case, like his nut just got twisted around, he's got to get that sack cut open and yep. twisted back, which got to suck. But he could be back. Um, they haven't ruled him out for the season. They hit, they haven't put him on IR yet. It's the last I checked. Um, I just think that he'd be probably ready for NFL playoffs, not fantasy playoffs. Yep, just another annoying person you have to hold. Um, yep. to waste a spot. And lastly, Derek Carr is still in the concussion protocol. Yeah, he did practice the- limited today, uh, which is more like a walkthrough. But he's also got like a rib injury, an ankle injury, something else. Like he's beat up. But Jameis looked bad, so he if he can play, yeah. they'll they'll put him back out there. But did you see the fans? Like every time Carr was out there, they they booed him, and, and every oh, yeah. time Taysom went in, they like they cheered him. Like these fans are brutal. Yeah. Like the fans Which, do like, not do not want Derek Carr to play. They they can't stand the guy. No, they like he has not taken or the fans haven't taken to Derek Carr in New Orleans. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because he hasn't played that well, but. Like the fans took to Jameis Winston even better when even though he sucks. Like he made three bad throws in a row on the same drive, like missed three open guys for probably a first. Yeah, he hit one to a lot of me. All right. Yeah. Not bad. And that make oh, there he is. He's just embracing that Blue Mountain State Alex Moran role. It's like backup yep. quarterbacks where I want to be. Make a good throw, go in and miss three of them. All right, Dows. You can take the good. Yeah. Kenneth Walker trending up. Um, he was able to do a little bit, according to Pete Carroll today uh, at the walkthrough. So who knows if he'll be good to go yet. We'll keep monitoring his practices. It's just if he's healthy and they give him the all clear, you play him. That being said, Charbonnet had a great game. Um, I shouldn't say great game. He had a much better game, the best game of his career uh, last It's a Thursday. tough matchup, too. So it was Yeah, against good, Dallas, which is good yeah. to see. Exactly. Um, T-Law only quote unquote picks up a high ankle sprain not ruled out yet he is still uh tbd for this week if he plays it's gutsy um i would expect you know a shell of himself i mean he's not going to be mobile on that high ankle even if it's going to be taped to kingdom come maybe even embraced but if he's out there you probably start him if you're 
a Trevor Lawrence owner. He's probably been your starter all year. Uh, live and die by him. So, yeah, I'm surprised he's not out for the year. That looked bad. Yeah, I mean, at least for the regular season, right? Like, um, Bethard came in and looked halfway confident. But... Yeah, he had a decent drive to get him down a field goal range. Yeah, but he so phoned I... the ball the first. Uh, first play I'm like oh my yeah. god yeah. it's like dude don't do that get me back on the bench i don't want to be here yeah i just i don't think the jags who are you know making a push to be atop the afc they um, if they won they were in first place so it's like right. they're i think they want to get that bye <laughs> yeah i mean they should lock up the afc south regardless but yeah i mean a bye would be great on a especially a situation where your franchise quarterback is hurt mm-hmm uh, the big news, really, of the week that we've been waiting for forever. Justin Jefferson is officially logging full practices, is expected to play versus the Raiders on Sunday. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Uh, the Vikings are still hunting a wild card spot. And I think, what's the NFC North? Uh, no, they're probably not going to catch the Packers. I mean, the, the the Lions. But, hey, they're hunting a wild card spot. So, Justin Jefferson's going to be back in, heavily involved. Josh Dobbs, I'm sure, is stoked. Uh, he has another legit wide receiver option that he can just chuck the ball up to. Um, maybe something he hasn't quite had in the past few weeks. Who knows? But Justin Jefferson definitely changes the way that team can attack a, uh, an opposing defense. I I cannot wait. If he was dropped in your league, pick him up. I'm kidding. He was on drop. I I think I yeah. checked. He's 100 percent owned. <laughs> so yeah, no one drops. Kept guy. him forever. Yeah. Um. This is just ex- exciting. If you're in the playoff hunt for fantasy, he he's back. He he could be like the league winner for all these playoff teams so exciting for fantasy for my flexual team would be if i had justin jefferson yeah jefferson's and, right and garrett wilson had a quarterback all year yeah that would, that would be nice um what do we got here oh dawson knox designated to return from ir great news for dawson knox pretty good news for bills fans awful news for dalton killing king canovers not that he's been lighting the world on fire but uh, yeah, but Dawson maybe, Knox limits him a little bit. Yeah, maybe those little five-yard touchdowns go to Knox. Yeah, or even case. if they split them 50-50, it just makes yeah. starting and, either and, tricky. And I'm not going to be like, oh, panics hit Kincaid. He's a tight end. Like, he's probably locked into a top six, seven weekly anyways. Um, yeah. Even if he gets a few targets not his way, he'll be fine. Uh, Josh Palmer, also designated to return. He's been out for, I think, six weeks with a knee injury. Uh, probably the end of Quentin Johnston for a little bit, at least in terms of this season's relevance. Was it there be Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer. Yeah. Well, what, was there was there a beginning to Quentin Johnston? <laughs> no. I mean, there's the, there's the idea that Quentin Johnston could be anything, but yeah. 52 yards. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, about he it. Caught, it's, it's bad when he, he, he caught like a ball, like a decent ball. It was like... Freaking out, like this is just sad. Like this should have, this should have been the entire year. And he's catching. I mean, and he's dropping a ball for everyone he catches. Like, mm. like bad ones. He just like, doesn't know. Like he just looks lost. Like even yeah. this the the jet sweeps, but um, they y- use him for, it never goes for positive yardage. I just think he's like one of those guys that has out athleted everybody he's ever played against his whole life, and now that he's in the NFL and he can't do that, mm-hmm. he's like shit. This is like this is hard. And yeah, and then re- like a real rude awakening. Maybe he makes a huge step year two. I'd love to see that. I I like Quentin Johnson. He seems like a likable guy. You don't hear one bad word about him in practice, or he's not working hard. It's just that he can't consistently show up on the field. So, I mean, 
I'm rooting for him, but I'm not not starting him in any lineups. And plus, the Chargers are just a bunch of losers, anyways. Yeah, you can't rule that out. They just suck. And Brandon Staley's probably done. He's got to be. That that team on paper is too good. Yeah, I mean, you, you're scoring single digit points against the Pats. Like, Six zero. I, could you uh, uh, imagine if we actually w- w- went to that game? First, oh. it rained. Second, it was six. Like if if I was going to go there, I, I want to see Keenan Allen put up points. I want to see Austin Eckler. This high powered offense scored six fucking points. Like you saw yeah. nothing. You saw absolutely Keenan Allen sucked. Eckler sucked. Herbert sucked. Oh, I would have been face down in the bleachers within the first half. Just Ramondre's eat. hurt. Like yeah, numbing my own there. my own pain. Yep. Uh, oh, and then the last good good injury, good or good news about an injury. Uh, Puka Nakua, despite his AC joint injury, is expected to play week 14. Um, probably comes down to a pain management thing. I mean, I, I can't imagine that feels great trying to reach for a ball and get hit by NFL, you know, defenders in any capacity. But seems like a tough son of a bitch. He was down for a little bit, got back up, stayed on the sideline. Or now <laughs> after yeah. that. Yeah. Sounds like good for him. I mean, uh, honestly, that's that's all I can say. I hope that he uh I hope, I hope he, he plays because I, I hope he doesn't do any more damage though. Like if he yeah. ends up getting a big shoulder injury, it'll affect his next year, like his return timeline. Yeah. Well, he's he's got to just play smart. Yeah. Catch it, go down. Don't be the Cooper Cup sticking it to the guy. Yep. Because uh, yeah, you got to be yeah. Tyler Lockett. Just right down, avoid the hit. Yep. Just watch like, De'Aaron <laughs> Branch highlights late in his career. That's exactly <laughs> what you had to do. Yeah, because I think the last you, guy I can remember with the AC joint injury was Dalvin Cook, and he was just not effective, you know, like, but he's a running back. A little bit different, you know, a little yeah, bit harder. You have to, to use that shoulder to, to gain yeah. yards. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, news. Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones both suck. Pats can't score. As Pats fans, we want Malik Cunningham. Why I just not? love something interesting to watch, you know? Well, like, like if he scores zero points, oh, yeah. cool. You stay the same. We I, cannot get worse. Cannot, you, like you can't get worse. Like go go sign someone on the like go sign Cam Newton. I don't care. Put him yeah. in there. At least make it fun. Like at, you're you get Cam in there. You're at least scoring one. Touchdown. I'd bring. I would bring the Colin Kaepernick uh, circus to town just for the just for the highlight reel. Let's find out the if he's going play. Why not? The, the ticket sales, man. <laughs> like, any anything. Yeah. Like. There's no reason not to. And honestly, you want you want to get build some goodwill with the NFL after the years of the Patriots harboring ill will? Go start the guy that claims he can still play. And if he and can, then, awesome. And then, then we have and a quarterback. Cut, if he then, can't, then cut him next week. Right. If he sucks, we never have to hear about how he's still good again. And guess what? NFL be happy with no receivers and no tight ends for him to throw to. And I'll pretty much no running backs. So he we'll might see honestly there. get the offer from us and say, you know what? I'm actually all set. You know, with what? The NFL. I, I, you know what? I can't flitz, right? Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, I'm actually really, really busy this week. I wish I could make it. <laughs> I have a sore throat like a month and a half. <laughs> that New England dry weather is not good for my acoustics. Exactly. Josh, uh, Josh Dobbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you, yeah, go. Josh Dobbs will remain the quarterback for the Vikings in week 14. I think this is smart. I know he sucked um, last week, but. His first two weeks, he was fine. His first week, he was the best quarterback in the world coming in at halftime. But last week, four interceptions against the Bears, especially a team where you should be able to, you know, have a field day against. That's scary. Um, but one more bad start. I don't know. I I think he, he could get benched. And 
Um, I don't know who the backup would be if it's Nick Mullins or that other Hall, rookie kid who played Jared Jared Hall. Yeah, Jared Hall. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I think Dobbs is the right call for now. Uh, he's like you said, looked bad, but he has looked good. Justin Jefferson coming back hopefully helps. See what happens. Yep. But the like we said, the Vikings are on the cusp of a wild card spot or you know playoff berth, so. They can't really pussyfoot around this for too long. I don't. I don't know who else is out there, but yeah, figure something out. And I don't know if like any if like Mullins can come in. And be like, All right, he's gonna lead us there. I think Dobbs is your best bet. You just gotta hope to get the best jobs, the best yeah. Dobbs to get the job done. Hundred percent. All right, let's move the let's move the fuck on. Uh, Sal announces Zach Wilson is back at QB, but Zach Wilson doesn't know if he wants to start. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's the story I, I heard coming out where Wilson was reluctant to step back into his starting position. Uh, oh, because they of cut whatever. Tim Boyle? Oh, they cut Tim Boyle I and they signed Brett that. Ripien. I missed um, that. So they finally admitted that Boyle sucks, which is good. That's a step in the right direction. But this is like, you can't have this flip-flopping as an NFL franchise. You can't be like, hey, starting quarterback. All right, now you're not the starting quarterback. we got Aaron Rodgers. All right, Aaron Rodgers, sorry, you're the starting quarterback. Okay, he didn't win us any games, so now we're bringing in this shit bum, Tim Boyle. Okay, he still sucks, so now, Zach, we need you back. Was, I, yeah. I get it from Zach Wilson's perspective. He's like, listen, I'm the fucking backup. You guys figure it out, and as soon as I can get out of this goddamn team, I will. Like, I'm not helping you one more second. I'm not risking an injury for you. Deal with it on your own. There's, they had to regret not signing Wentz or trading for Dobbs. Wentz, Dobbs, drafting anybody else that wasn't named Zach Wilson. Like you got, they had so many options and they have bungled it at every, at every juncture. Now, to be fair, their offensive line sucks. Like they have not done anything. Brees Hall can't even run for any yards because the offensive line sucks. They can't pass the ball. So they can't run. They can't run. So they can't pass terrible situation. All that being said, I got to imagine Wilson is the best quarterback on this team. Uh, I don't know that Garrett Wilson necessarily takes a step in the right direction. He probably stays pretty locked into that seven to 13 point range that he's been so comfortably between all year. Um, I don't want to see Brett Rippian play football. I know that uh, besides that. Yeah. It's just the jets, man. Jets going to jet. Horrible. Uh, Danny DeVito will start again. Week 14. What's his actual name? Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, okay. I, I, I just don't know his name anymore because every time I call you, him Danny you so it, much. Danny yeah. it's, to me, he's Danny. I think your phone just automatically puts in <laughs> like, oh I did Tommy. Oh no, that he he meant Danny. Uh yeah, he's gonna start week 14 for the Giants, but Tyrod's uh window opens up off IR. I think Tyrod is gets in the better shot to win games and just be a better team, but it's it's the Giants. That team's a freaking disaster. Yeah, it's like even if Tyrod comes back, great. Who's What's their record? Throw it too. Uh, are they even gonna, are they even the hunt? No, they it. have to. They have to be fully eliminated by now. So they might just be like, yeah, fuck it, sit Tyrod, play Danny DeVito. Yeah, and I mean, we know Daniel Jones is not coming back this year because his knee is completely torn to shreds. So, I mean, it's really just survive the year and. I don't know. Hope for, hope for a better shot. Honestly, next for, season. I don't know. For Dayball, Jones getting hurt was the best thing for him because now he can say, "Hey, look, I didn't have a quarterback those games, 
at the yeah. end. You can't fire me. Like I couldn't do it. Right. <laughs> it's like, yes, I got, I got out of that one, <laughs> baby. It's my out. Yeah. And the giants are four and eight, so they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. That's gross. <laughs> can't believe the Patriots are better than somebody record wise. I don't even know if they're better. There's they have more wins than the Giants. No, I mean, Giants. the Giants have more wins than the Patriots. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, I can't believe the Giants. Everything please, I said is just backwards. <laughs> please don't. I want that pick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. All right. I'll, I'll start with the uh, week 13 top talents at quarterback. You get Geno Smith. Hell of a game against a very tough Dallas defense. 30.96 points, 334 yards, three touchdowns, um, six r- rushing yards with a touchdown on the ground. Brock Purdy, 29.46 points, absolutely killed it. 314 yards, four touchdowns, two rushes for nine yards. I think after this game, he is the favorite right now for the MVP. If you could look on DraftKings, I think he's... Crazy? That's yeah, nuts. I think it, it goes him, Dak, and Hurts are are both the same tied at two. Like I forget what the, the, the odds are, but I saw Brock Purdy at one. Like, wow. I mean, looking around the NFL, it's like, all right, I guess that kind of makes sense though. Like you could argue hurts, I guess, but yeah, like, I can't I'm think up of awards as we speak. Yeah. Brock Purdy is plus 300 hurts is plus 350 Prescott plus 350. And then it jumps to Tua and Pat Mahomes at plus 850. They even then, have Lamar at plus 900. And, and then, then the uh, Tyreek Tyreek and <laughs> Tyreek and McCaffrey yeah. who are tied at plus 1600. Yeah, so they're not going to win. Bullshit. No. But like that's crazy. I mean, Brock Purdy, if Brock Purdy wins an MVP, he will obviously be the first Mr. Irrelevant to win a very cool story. Yeah. I mean, um honestly it makes me want to root for the Niners. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're easy team to, to root for. I mean, yeah, and as a close personal friend of Debo Samuel, um yeah. I I like to root for them. Exactly. Uh, Jake Browning, legend. In, I threw in the him making. in here. Yeah, I mean, tw- twenty six points. Yep. Wow. Um, and he played. I mean, a, a not a bad defense. Like not a great defense, but a team, yeah. a defense that's lost three games this year prior to that game. Yeah. Um. That's. He's he he looks calm in the pocket too. Like. We're watching the game. We're like, oh, can you keep it with the Pats? Didn't even like think about getting this guy, <laughs> right? Ugh. All right. Um, you can take the running backs. Yeah, the running backs. We've got Joe Mixon having probably his best game of the year. Uh, twenty six point seven points, nineteen carries for sixty eight yards, two touchdowns, and he also added uh, six catches on seven targets for forty nine yards. I mean, that's just the game that Joe Mixon owners have been waiting for for all season. So great to see him finally do it. In prime time, no less. And then Alvin Kamara coming closely behind, 25.9 points, uh, 14 carries, 51 yards, two touchdowns as well, and then had six catches on eight targets for 58 yards. So, uh, and he did it against Detroit, which is no slouch on, uh, against the run all season. So, kind of interesting. I thought that maybe if there was a time for him to have a down week, it would be this one. Uh, glad I didn't pick him as my sit, even though it would have been just as bad as my start <laughs> sits, anyways. But uh, yeah, he actually. Continues to kill it. I mean, it's kind of one of those conversations. I think everybody saw the CMC versus Alvin Kamara meme going around where their stats are pretty close and whatnot. But he's getting to that territory where you just play him no matter what. I mean, he's been there for a while. It doesn't matter the matchup. He's not matchup dependent. You just play Alvin Kamara every time he's healthy and you expect him to do good things. Yeah, great to see. Yep. Uh, wide receivers, 
absolute crushed it. DK Metcalf, 34.4 points. Uh, eight targets, six receptions, 134 yards, three touchdowns. Um, should have been two because JSN should have been in. Um, yes. Wasn't in, he gave it to DK. But fantastic game there. Debo Samuel, unreal game, 33.8 points. On four targets, four receptions, 116 yards, two touchdowns, 22 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. Massive game. I mean, we just talked about Brock Purdy, so it makes sense at least one of the guys. And, and even I, I, I think Ayuk I, I, had like 17 points or something oh, yeah, like that. So, a, like, he had a great week as well. Everyone did pretty good there. Yeah, besides George up, Kittle. Uh, 13.1, five catches, yeah, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Still found the end zone. Yep. I saw a uh, one of those like Reddit graphs or Twitter graphs that showed the separation that receivers are getting and Ayuk is like leaps and bounds. Yeah. Yeah. The best. I was like, holy smokes, good for him. Um moving on. Tight ends. Sam Laporta. He continues to kill it as a rookie. 24.5 points, nine targets, nine catches, 140 yards and a touchdown at the tight end position. That's an amazing game. Uh and then honorable mention to Trey McBride, 18.9 and Evan Ingram 18.7. Points on the week. Ingram finally finds the end zone for the first time in forever. And McBride continues to dominate um, as a tight end one for the rest of the year, as, as some people have said. Yeah. Um, bottom feeding pieces of shit. Quarterback Justin Justin Herbert against the Patriots, nonetheless, 7.98 points, 222 yards, no touchdowns, minus five yards rushing on four carries. Bad, 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 bad. Uh, running backs, DeAndre Swift, he got knocked out in like the third-ish quarter, but still to that point, he had three points, six carries, 13 yards, six targets that he only turned into two catches for seven yards. Didn't look like it was going his way. Anyways, it wasn't going to be his night. The injury was a great reason to walk off the field. Uh, Austin Eckler posted another bum performance in a row, 3.7 points, 14 carries for him for only 18 yards and three targets, two catches, nine yards. That's not an Austin Eckler type of line. And again, against the Patriots, that's just not what you expected to see. And I, I looked back, I was like, oh, maybe he just came off the injury and he sucked. No, he had good games coming off the injury and he sucked for the last three. So he's going to get back on track sooner rather than later. Um, it's not looking good for a guy like that. Uh, Jameer Gibbs also makes this list at 5.9 points, eight attempts for 60 yards, which seems like a good line, but that's all he could muster. Two targets, one reception for minus six yards. Um, looks like David Montgomery is back to being the favorite back there for the time being and never really lost that goal line role. So Gibbs has struggled a little bit once the uh, the Lions go away from the passing attack and the passes to him specifically. And then Ramondre Stevenson also makes a list. He only had 2.4 points, but he went out early. So, yeah, he gets uh, he gets a slight pass. Yeah, it's pass, but it's oh, still a loss. Your team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wide receivers. I, t- I took this guy out. Uh, um, I Scott Fishbowl lineup right before the games. Huge Drake London, one point three points, five targets, one interception, eight yards. Atlanta is just hard to trust with pass catchers there. Adam Thielen, another bad game, four points, six targets, three receptions, twenty five yards. The Adam Thielen we saw at the beginning of the season, I think it's done. Um, it, it was a great couple weeks, definitely one new weeks, but. He just hasn't been able to, to to do it. Bryce Young sucks. The offense sucks. So I flat out dropped Thielen for Christian Watson last week. Looks good. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good I enough. mean, he's gonna blown out Hammy, but 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and just adding these guys in. Um, Hollywood Brown zero, like you said, was hurt going in, hurt in the third. Tank Dell zero, hurt in the first. Terry McLaurin played the entire game, zero points through three targets. Yeah, that's not that what you want to see for scary Terry. And he has the hardest schedule going forward. Not a good time to be a Terry owner. Not at all. But great time for you to make that call on Drake London. Nothing better than that feeling. Yeah, um, and tight ends to put it yeah. in there. But. Uh, tight ends to round out the week. Pat Fryermuth, the guy I told you you should go pick up and he could be a league winner tight end. Uh, makes our bottom feeding piece of shit list. <laughs> 4.4 points, five targets, three receptions, 29 yards. Uh, Kenny Pickett got hurt. All right. So that's obviously the reason. Um, just ignore the fact that it was late in the game. It didn't matter. Uh, also, Juwan Johnson, Kate Otten, and Logan Thomas. Well, Johnson and Otten gave you zero points each. And then Logan Thomas gives you two. Yeah, you the two. Just not a great week. Yeah, it was a two-point conversion at the end of the game. That's it. Yeah. But I just put these guys in there. They're not like tight end ones, but there were a lot of tight ends on by. You know, you had... Oh yeah, Hawkinson Isaiah Likely, Hawkinson, yep. Kincaid, um, big big bye week, and these guys were like nice. Like Otten had a good game week before that, I think. Dwayne Johnson has a good m- matchup. Injuries there. I started Johnson in two leagues. That sucked. Yeah, Johnson was you know the tight end all of a sudden again, and then all of another sudden Foster Moreau's getting targets. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yep. All right. Uh, next segment: League winners. We're putting in. We got rid of hold and fold. That's kind of done at this point in the season. But um, this one, we're, we're just talking about drafted guys that were were drafted late and have you know paid off mightily. I guess you could say. Uh, Dow's gonna take your first one. We, we each of two. Yeah, my guy was uh, Gus Edwards. He was an ADP of one hundred ninety-five. Uh, who absolutely outperformed that all the way up until about a week ago. Um, he won't be a league winner going forward. I don't think he could bounce back, but hopefully you traded him when I told you to sell him high a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm considering Gus Edwards, a league winner for me, if I win my league, because I was able to trade him for Joe Mixon and a fourth round pick next year. And then Joe Mixon dropped the 26 point game while Gus Edwards was on by. So that's a huge win for me. Um, if anybody has a story like that, that's that he's going to be, uh, you know, a huge, a huge league winner for you based on where you got him, which was probably the last round next to nothing. And then could flip him for a high caliber um, player at either another position or whatever you consider to be an upgrade. Like I thought Joe Mixon was an upgrade um, the rest of the season. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he could still continue to punch in touchdowns. He's definitely the red zone back there. He has not lost that role, but Keaton Mitchell got a lot of run. Um, so as far as, carrying you through your fantasy playoffs. I don't know that I rely on him. Um, I mean, he's a flex guy is really what it boils down to. If you have a deeper league, you have two flex spots, probably two starting running backs, three wide receivers and two flex. You can play them as one of your flexes. And that's about all the faith I have. Yeah. And even if you couldn't trade him, like he's still kind of a league winner because he probably got you three more wins that you should have had during the season. Oh yeah. Like he, he got you there. If we could you pull know, off like fantasy war stats, like he would be numerous wins above replacement. Yeah, exactly. But hopefully you traded him. Um, mine is Raheem Mostert. Uh, I, I don't know what his overall ADP was, but he was ADP for running backs RB40. 
Um, I believe he was going, of course, after Devin Ashan and Jeff Wilson. People thought he'd be cut or traded, including me. I was I was completely wrong. He's currently RB2 on the season. He has just done it all year. We thought it would phase out. I've been telling you guys to sell, sell, sell. If you didn't, good for you. Don't listen to me because he has just put up points and points and points. Um, Devin Ashan is back, and he looked great last week, but, I mean, I I guess I don't know if he's be a league winner like Dow said about Gus. Um, kind of the same. Like they definitely helped. Like if Gus got you three wins, most just got you eight. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. That good. He has filled that void for you. Um, if you got him as your flex guy and you have a guy like CMC and Gibbs or, or CMC and Montgomery, and you have him as your flex, yeah, you're sitting very pretty there so or if, if you're in a league that you know hopefully pays out top point score or something like that he probably helped put you in position to get there with some of those monster games yeah my, not only did he win you games he won them by a lot right my only thing is we've said it before how like you know they could slow him down same for the playoffs if the jags won last week and the jags were in first place in the afc then maybe miami doesn't hold them back because they want to get that seed now they still are in first place Jags lost. Lawrence probably won't play next week, so they they probably have like a two game cushion now. So, yep, uh, kind of keep that in mind for sure. Uh, my next guy up, I have Rasheed Rice, who I mean, honestly, you'd be flirting with even drafting the guy, but I did draft him in a couple leagues, so I'm I'm keeping him here. He was ADP overall one sixty six. So if you think you're like a twelve team, fifteen round draft, <laughs> that's a hundred and eighty picks. So he'd be right around that last round, round and a half. Um, and if you got him there, you're thrilled because he's currently sitting at wide receiver 36 on the year, which is a wide receiver three. You probably drafted him to be a bench stash, see what he does. It's a KC wide receiver. Maybe he's a flex play matchup dependent. Instead, he's startable almost every week and he's fine in the end zone uh, lately. So I've been thrilled with Rasheed Rice. I'm assuming other people are. And you know, based on the depth of your league, he's probably been absolutely clutch for you um you know for a guy that you thought would ride the end of your bench has been very startable and if you've had injuries ahead of him you're not worried about it because you just slotted him right in i think a lot can be said about the next guy for you as well scotty yeah um nico collins adp wide receiver 56 so you know definitely drafted towards the the end of your draft it probably is a wide receiver five or six on your team He's absolutely crushing it. He had he was kind of hit or miss to start the season. Young team, rookie quarterback, kind of figuring it out. I mean, lately he's been crushing it. Tank Dow has been crushing it too, and Nico has also done well in those games. Now Tank Dow is out. Nico last game, 191 yards on 12 targets, 9 receptions, and a touchdown. No Tank Dow. Stroud's lighting it up. They're just, I mean, it, it's with Rice, too. It's like you locked in the wide receiver one for these teams, and you assume KC is going to figure it out. They usually always do around this time of the year, too, for Rice owners, but um, especially Nico's currently wide receiver 11. So you got this guy in the last round or the last couple of rounds, you were just sitting pretty. 100%. As well as, you know, going forward, too. He's got the Jets, the this week, a little tougher, but um, 
still. Uh, Tennessee, Cleveland, Tennessee after that. Cleveland's going to be kind of tough, but he's an alpha in his uh, high-powered offense, so keep it rolling. Yeah, I mean, like, Cleveland should be tough, but we just saw them get, I don't want to say exposed, but kind of stomped out. So it definitely can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, to move on to the next segment, which is kind of similar, but a little bit different as far as instead of being drafted, we have them as the waiver wire ads of the year. Um, I'll let you go first, Scott, because this is probably the correct answer. Well, it's neither of ours, but I added it in afterwards because I think he's might be the best pickup. But it's a, a, of course, Puka Nakua, ADP wide receiver ninety. So overall ADP, it's got to be around two hundred. Um, definitely not drafted. If he was, is probably someone being smart or trying to be smart in their draft and taking with like the last pick, then dropping him right away. But he's currently wide receiver now, now nine on the season started off like just so hot cup was out. So, you know, that kind of made sense, but so slow down a bit still has had some good games. Last week was fine. Got hurt, but he's still going to play. But, um, you know, if you use $20 of fab on him week one, I, I, I know in our league in Tuan, um, our buddy, Chris Tully picked him up. I think 20, 25 bucks. Like, oh, am I going to re- regret that? I'm like, I, well, uh, uh, apparently not, because that's, yeah. he's deserved 100 bucks in fab right there. So, Puka, uh, you are one of the waiver ad league winners of the season. Take a bow. Yeah, 100%. Dude. You can't, can't beat what he's done um, as far as waiver wire pickups go. I've got another guy I liked a lot this year as a waiver pickup, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, we've seen him really come on the past couple weeks and he'd done it against good defenses in Tennessee and Tampa Bay. Uh, at least it's good defenses against the run. He put up 17 and 22 points. So he's a guy that coming into the season, I think we all thought was going to be the backup to Miles Sanders. Maybe wasn't even drafted. Maybe he was drafted as a handcuff. If he was, he was probably dropped after he posted, you know, single digit, uh, points for the per- first five weeks. Uh, you know, one outlier in in the sixth week. Then he went on by anyway, so he probably got dropped in the bye week. And then went single digit, single digit, single digit, single digit. So he's probably floating out there. If you picked him up, or you had him as a handcuff to Miles Sanders. You're probably thrilled because now you're just playing him every week. He's got New Orleans this week, who is a good defense, but I would just say trot him out there. The Panthers are not working that well as an offense, so they've got to do what they can. And running the football seems to be one of the things that is working for him. And the other thing with uh, right getting fired you have Chris Tabor taking over and he was on the team as a special teams coordinator the previous season when Chuba was on special teams or a lot, a lot of the season so he's got a relationship going with uh, Chuba Hubbard and I think you're seeing that kind of come to fruition now while Miles Sanders has been relegated to a very very small role so Chuba's a guy if you had running back issues and you picked him up you slot him right in like I said I, I lost Jonathan Taylor so I went from Eckler and Taylor to now Eckler and Singletary I'd much rather have had picked up Chuba Hubbard with what he's doing lately. So, um, yeah, that's that's really that. 25 carries last week. And he played the Bucks, who were pretty good run defense, and he crushed it. Yeah, he put up over four yards of carry. Like, you can't, yeah. can't it's not be touchdowns. So, like, yeah, he's at the Saints this week, but I mean, he did against the Bucks. So, yep, exactly. Um, uh, mine is uh, Kyron Williams, the running back for the Rams, another 
Rams guy. Uh, ADP was running back 71. This was Acres backfield, all that stuff. Um, after week one, it was after week one, Acres was either benched or traded, like right after that Probably. week. I don't know. Yep. Um, it is kind of funny though. Like, why wasn't he drafted even higher? Like, just like, just for the fact, like we knew what Cam Akers was. Like, he could be good, but he could completely suck again or just get cut. Like, yeah. why didn't we? Realize that and be like, oh, my last round drafting him and just see, just see what happens, right? But I mean, that's not on just me and you. That's that's everyone. I mean, he's fantasy football as a whole. Yeah, he wasn't even drafted. So currently RB seven, and he missed four weeks with injury, and that's overall. If you're talking about you know points per game, he's right there with right behind CMC. Uh, he's, I think Royce Freeman's there behind him, which is he's done. Okay, job, but with Kyron healthy, it's just his backfield. He's got a knack for the end zone. Stafford loves to just dish it off to him in the flat and just let him go. So if you have him, you feel great. He's he got four weeks of rest. I like to call it. I know he was hurt, but save him. (laughs) It's the best case, and now he's he's fully charged for your playoff run. And you've seen McVay ride one running back, like no problem. He, mm-hmm. you know, he completely burned through Todd Gurley's knees. He has no problem doing it. He doesn't like, give a shit. This is redraft. I don't care about Kyron Williams' well-being. Like <laughs> rock and roll. He's he's a league winner. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you spent money to get him. Um, I got another guy, Devin Singletary. I touched on him when I talked about Chuba Hubbard a little bit, but he's also, while he might not be as good as Chuba, is or has been fantastic for you. You know, he went nine straight weeks with single-digit points when the Houston Texans were still kind of finding their identity. Came into the season, definitely wasn't on teams. Everybody said this was Damian Pierce's team. People probably gave Damian Pierce four, five, six, seven weeks to figure it out. Didn't figure it out. So you picked up Devin Singletary. Maybe you didn't, but then he pops for 22 points. And you're like, okay, well, it's Devin Singletary's show now. Grab him. He's been solid since double-digit points every week except for last week uh, where they kind of had – just an odd game script against Denver. They were really throwing the entire time. They got down quickly and they were battling back. But uh, this week he takes on the Jets, who are a tough defense, but they do get run on a ton because teams are always up on them. So Devin Singletary is definitely a guy to start again. Even with Damian Pierce uh, looking like he's surging back, he had a great game last week. I'd still ride Devin Singletary. I think he still ends up getting a decent amount of volume and he's still being used in the passing game when when needed and called upon. So uh, Devin Singletary, I think, is a guy who can still win you some games. Uh, certainly, as a flex play, if you're dealing with injuries or, or something else, and even as an RB, you know, two, if, if you're really desperate. Yeah, he's just more exposed than Pierce at this point. Like Pierce might be the goal line guy, but yeah, overall Singletary. Uh, my last one's Jerome Ford, run back for the Browns. ADP RB sixty nine. Nice. He is currently RB twenty. Um, of course, it was the massive waiver ad when Nick Chubb w- went down. Start off the season hot after that, 22-18, tw- weeks two and three. Um, he hasn't really cr- like killed it for you, but he's been around like, <clears throat> I don't know, like probably a- averaging 10 to 12 points a week, <clears throat> which isn't blowing the doors off. But if you weren't a Chubb owner and you got him and you were in like a, you know, your flux guy sucked, he's been a fine guy to, add there um each week 
it just sucks that you know he he's three touchdowns on the season, and when Hunt's been there, he is two. Hunt's taking all the touchdowns. Like if that e- if that even changes, forward to the moon. If not, all right, ten to twelve a week. I'm fine right. with that. Yeah, you'd love a twenty pointer, but like ten to twelve, you're never gonna you're never gonna be mad with double digits. Not for a guy you picked up. Right. All right. Last segment. Stop playing with my emotions. Quit playing games with my heart. Quit playing games with my heart. It's been a while. Um, A long time. Let me get right into it. Year-end punishments. It's not really stop playing with my emotions in terms of the punishments themselves. It's more with the leagues that arbitrarily choose not to do them or not enforce them. There's a reason that we have year-end punishments, right? It is in redraft leagues. It is to prevent tanking hopefully to prevent teams from selling off their players at the end of the year. And if your punishment is so weak that it's like, Oh, bring beers to the draft. Like nobody cares. I'm bringing beers to the draft anyways. Great. Like everybody can drink as many as they want. I have 120 beers in my cooler. Like help yourself. I don't care. When you have a real punishment that people don't want to do, but isn't ridiculous that they can't do like, Oh, go tattoo your face. It's like, no, I have a job idiot. Mm -hmm. Like, but a real good punishment. And we've tossed around a lot today, actually, in um, our, one of our dynasty leagues. And a lot of them are great. Like, super fun, innocuous stuff. Make your Facebook profile picture and I suck at fantasy t-shirt for the entire fantasy football season or leading up to the entire next fantasy football season. Cool. That's easy. You look like an idiot on social media, but it's it's harmless. That's good fun. Doesn't ruin anybody's career. Doesn't mm-hmm. ruin anybody's life. We did. We I, or I suggested we flip the Waffle House challenge into... 24 hours in a bar, every beer you drink takes an hour off. I liked that one, saw that on social media. We've got a few other great ones, like, you know, spicy food, all this stuff. It's not going to kill you. It's fun. Everybody enjoy yourself. The reason you do it is to prevent the tankers from just selling off their teams, especially if you're in a league with a late trade deadline. Like I have a league that allows trades up till week 13. You know exactly where you stand if you're three and in 10. redraft. Yeah. Or really? Yeah. That, and it's just stupid. Late. And I complain about it every year. Nobody ever wants to change it. So, but th- just this year, a kid trades Josh Allen. It's the redraft league where we allow you to trade picks too. So he trades Josh Allen and Saquon Barkley and Travis Kelsey. So he had a good team. I don't even know why he's, I don't know why he's that bad. Trades all three guys for a second, third, and fourth round pick next year. Like blatantly loading one team up, blatantly planning him to be a juggernaut next year. It sucks. I hate that. I don't like it. I don't care for it. If we had a more harsh punishment, people wouldn't do it. But our punishment in the league is it's weak. So I don't even remember what it is. It's like buy the other guy a jersey of his choosing. Like, okay, not a big deal. So um, like that back in the day, it's like, oh crap, we gotta spend like a hundred bucks on it. Now it's like all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, exactly. Do you, yeah, do, you, like, do, you, do you want two of them? I don't, I don't, like we've okay. grandfathered this in for like years and years and years. And it, yeah, like you said, it used to be a big deal. Like, oh man, I gotta like save some of my money for my paycheck. Now it's mm-hmm. just like Okay, like cool, dude. Like, how, how many do you want? Yeah, I'll get it signed if you'd like. <laughs> like it doesn't matter to me. I got, like, I, I got this guy Dicky twenty bucks to Jersey from China. It, it might get to you, it might not. You yeah. pick three, you get one. <laughs> it's a uh, win. But yeah, so my my point is, you know, to to make a long story short, do punishments, make them hard, not but not impossible. Prevent some tanking in your league. If you have a dynasty league, I'd say it's even more important to have something in place that disincentivizes the entire league tanking. That being said, dynasty, it's more strategic than redraft. Redraft, 
you just you can't have tanking. Have some have some integrity, people. Yeah, like like our dynasty league, we have like it's nothing crazy because like oh this team's tanking like but they kind of have to so you can't punish them too much so it's bottom right. four had to clean on Sunday because yep. we do the draft weekend away so I think that's like it's not crazy but right. it's it, it's something where it's like oh, do we want to be hung over and cleaning all these <laughs> yeah. guys and, shit? It, and, and after three or four days with like 15 dudes in a house it, it is a decent cleanup process yeah it is all right, uh, mine is back and forth quarterback carousel. We've seen it all year with teams like the Jets, uh, Atlanta, Giants, Cleveland, New England. Um, but Craig brought, brought brought this up tonight. It's more of the fact that we're seeing these these stud quarterbacks go down and get hurt. And at least if I like know like oh the Jets have Zach Wilson, he sucks. But at least I can get, you know, a guy that might give me eight to ten points in a two quarterback league. This is more for two QB leagues, super flex. Fine, I'll take him. It's it's not going to be, you know, Deshaun Watson, but it, it will be okay. But now you don't know who the quarterback's going to be each week. Because all these teams, yeah, it's Zach Wilson or it's Tim Boyle. Oh, we cut Tim Boyle. Uh, we might start ripping or whatever. Um, that's pretty much my biggest take here. And just those teams I've been, I kind of talk about that kind of keep flipping the quarterback carousel or talking about a quarterback change that have some of the easiest starts of schedules for quarterbacks going forward are the jets, the Vikings, the Falcons, the giants, and the Browns, all these teams every week. It's who's starting this week or next week. Even Minnesota Dobbs is this week. Bad week could be Nick Mullins. It could be someone else. Who knows? At least let me put someone on my team. Even though he sucks, he can get me some points. I have no fab left. Like, like what do you, like you're going to see some playoff teams just not be able to start a guy. Cause if I have five bucks left, I'm spending five bucks on five quarterbacks. So this guy can't get them. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, you have Craig who's make, going to make red dog, redraft two QB play uh, playoffs and he is starting Baker Mayfield and CJ Beathard at quarterback now, assuming that Trevor Lawrence doesn't play like that's a tough slate. I mean, Baker's been all right, but CJ Beathard, as you are going to be a playoff team and potentially for the duration of your playoff run, it's brutal. Now is that two QB or super flex? It's two, right? Super, I should say super flex. Yeah. But so he could, but he could, still but it's usually, cool. yeah, you usually yeah. sort of keep me in there. Yeah. Cause even if you're quarterback, Quarterback has a bad game, he gets you ten. Versus you need, this, you know, you're running back to have a decent game to get you ten. Yeah, so premature third flex at at that point. Yeah, Hope, yeah. Yep that that is mine. Um. All right. I guess. I guess that will do it, huh, Dows? I think that wraps it up for us. Another week in the books, and this Podcast could be seventy eight. Wow. Yeah, and this could be the last week of the regular season for a lot of leagues. I know a few leagues, probably two more weeks, but um, yeah, if you're a 10 team or probably two, but everything else, everything else I have is playoffs except for the, you know, best ball survivor pools, that kind of stuff. Yep. So make sure you look at your lineups every week. Keep up to date on the news, everything. This is, I mean, we have leagues that I think our flex league, we have, you know, up to seed nine could make the 
playoffs. Maybe six teams oh, yeah. make it. So it's it's coming down to the wire. It's crunch time. I mean, starts are going to be important. You get the right guys out there. I mean, I've got a million things. It, it, Red Dog Redraft, for example, I'm in seventh. Carves is in sixth. He has an 11-point advantage and one win on me. So I need him to lose to Pat O'Neill. I need to beat Tom and I need to beat cars by more than 11 points to make playoffs. <laughs> it's like, I love, this is what I love about fantasy football. It's like, give me all the angles that I can make it in. Like same thing in, in uh, the dynasty, the the hung dynasty. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I need to, me and Sam Jones have the same record. I've got a 23 point advantage on him. So I need to outscore him by at least 23 points this coming week. And I'm in playoffs guaranteed. If I don't, because Jonathan Taylor has weak thumbs, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> and yeah. also, Sam had Joe Mixon, so I, ha- I would have had like a 50-point buffer, but Joe Mixon comes out with a 26-burger and, you know, makes it a tight matchup all of a sudden. Uh, like, yes, it's exciting. I love it, fantasy football, blah, blah, blah. Let me win. I like it more when I win. Yeah, it's usually nice. Um, I mean, <laughs> speaking of Joe Mixon, um, I-, I have him, Scott, fishbowl i needed like 12 points from him nice. last week and in that scoring format he got like 39.9 i think oh yeah so i did make it on to the third round of playoffs nice top a thousand teams this week top of 500 make it i get jefferson back i get Diggs back off a of bye i get justin tucker back josh Dobbs back you'd be like oh josh Dobbs. i was starting bryce young yeah so it, it's it's a yeah. huge upgrade so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, I got Keenan Allen to Nico Collins. So I feel well, especially with that format for QB. So you can start jobs and stack them with Jefferson and you're sitting pretty, you know, one yep. touchdowns, a huge swing. And I have Dak and cook. So that connection has been pretty good. Uh, last few weeks. Yeah. Yep. So that's a nice, I'll, um, if I make it past next round, you'll hear it like crazy next week. If not, um, you don't hear from me. That's it's because <laughs> it lost. Please send a, a wellness check. A wellness check you. Thank you. <laughs> Five bucks, please. <laughs> All right, Dows, take her out. Well, Shelfies, that's another podcast in the books. Thank you for listening. As always, follow us for everything that you need on your start sit advice at Twitter or X, Instagram, Facebook at Top Shelf FNTSY. Check out the website, topshelffantasy.com. For all your other needs, we'll be posting our start sit there probably last week of start sits this week. Yeah, makes sense. Well, as always, I'm yeah, stay fluid. I'm, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, stay loose. Stay something. <laughs> stay. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. <laughs>